Welcome to the Theology High Podcast, guys. I know I've been in my head, but let's get right to this. So today's going to be devotional. Devotional time. It will be called the most valuable thing. In uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 11. Again, that's 1 John chapter 4. 7 through 11. That's way in the back of the uh, New Testament. And it says, I'll be reading the the last verse, which is uh, 11. And it says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. 1 John 4, 11 And this version is the NIV version. Imagine that your house is on fire and everyone in your family, including your pets, has made it to safety. Next, imagine that an angel tells you that you may return to the house for one more thing. One thing only. Rescue it. Rescue it from the fire. And return to safety with it. What will you choose? Would you choose all that money that that uh <laughs> that you have hidden in the walls? Would you would you rescue your laptops? Or yeah, it's one thing. So your laptop, your Xbox, your PlayStation, your PC, maybe a favorite totem or a favorite object, a keepsake that a friend or family member gave you, something that has a lot of sentimental value, maybe a photo, a family heirloom. What what would you uh go and get? Let me see. What would I get? Okay, my dogs, they're already safe. My family's safe already. Oh, man. Ooh, that's a good one because I collect uh, Dragon Ball Z figures. So (laughs) So I guess I would have to, I guess, just choose one of those because... Yeah, man, I have a lot. (laughs) I have a lot. Um, I don't know. Hmm. That's a, that's a good one. Ooh, what if I was able to get my car out of there? You know, like a old classic car, like a 67 Chevy Camaro. Yeah, I think I would do that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I choose my Camaro. All right. So, have you decided? Have you decided what you're gonna what you're gonna save? All right. Why did you choose that object? There can only be one reason. It is the most valuable thing you possess. It may not be the most expensive thing you own. It may not even be worth anything to someone else. But the fact that you would save that possession instead of 
anything else reveals. But the fact that you would save that possession instead of anything else reveals that to you, for whatever reason, it is the most valuable thing you own. Now, guess what? If God were faced with that same choice, you know what he would have chosen? You. You and me. In fact, he already has. Ever since the day sin came into the world, everything God created into the universe has been marked for destruction. The rest of the heavens and the earth will be destroyed and replaced with a new, improved version. But God sent his son to save the most valuable part of his creation, you and me. He had to suffer and die to pull it off, but he did it. And do you know why he did it? Because he loves you. He loves me. He loved us enough to choose you and me and to suffer for you and me and to die for you and me. Again, 1 John chapter 4. Verse 11, it says, Dear friends, his word says, Since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. God showed how much he loved you and me and how much he values love. When he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him, First John Chapter 4, verse 9. Now, let's reflect. Can you tell what God values by what he says? Can you tell what God values by what he does? Can you tell what God values by what he saves? If so, how? How did God show how much he loves you. Since God loves loves you and me so much, how should you feel about yourself? Since God loved you so much, what should you value? Since God loved you so much, what should you do? The act. Keep the item you identified as your most valuable possession on your desk or beside the table to remind you how God feels about you, how God feels about love, how God and how you should act towards others. And that's very interesting. You know, I sometimes we need those different perspectives to kind of think about it and acknowledge, you know, how would God see us or how would God love love us? Because at the end of the day, right, we can't really comprehend or imagine what God thinks or what he feels. But we can have this human nature of how we care about certain things and kind of compare. Because obviously, as much as we say that we love, we're not going to completely love as God loves. And that's okay because we're sinful. We're human beings that fall every single day. But God is love. By, the, by that same token, Jesus sees, you know, he, he sees us and, 
and says to us, I love you. So what was that thing that you saved? And now that one thing that you saved, can you have it close to you and kind of correlate it with, you know what? God loves me. God loves me because he says he does. And he came down to earth and crucified himself. And he died for me and you. Even when we don't even deserve it sometimes. And that's the reality of things. There are so many things in life that we go through. And uh, sometimes, you know, we fall into our temptations. And sometimes we go out of a way to fall. We go sometimes out of our way to sin. And yet God still says, I love you. You're still my son. I still died for you. Even though I knew everything that you were going to do, I chose you. Isn't that crazy? Even knowing God, knowing God that the things that we would do, and sometimes they're, they're horrible things, and sometimes we feel guilty about, sometimes we feel disgust and shame and guilt. And yet, guys, like, hey, I chose you. I created you. And I love you. No matter what you do, I love you. I love you. You know, I'm not, I'm not a parent yet. And hopefully soon, you know, I will be a parent. God willing. Just because my, my child does something wrong i'm not gonna say you know what i i don't love you anymore i i'm so disappointed in you that i i don't love you and yes there are you know that exception of certain parents actually say yeah you know what i you're not my son anymore but that again comes back to the lack of you know the knowledge of god and understanding what god is but for those that we know who God is and and we want to be the best that we can and continue to be striving to be perfect and to be holy, I think that's the difference. We need to acknowledge that God's going to love us no matter what we do. And let's just say that we don't want to follow God. And we want to do our own thing. God loves you so much that he's going to let you do that. Not that he's going to let you because we have free will. But he's going to respect that choice. Hey, you don't, you don't want to follow me? That's okay. But when the time comes, you know, I heard once one... Uh, I forgot who said this, but um, it was an apologetic uh, a professor, uh, teacher. And he said, God loves you so much that he's going to respect your choice to go to hell. He's not going to force you to love him. He's not going to force you to uh, choose him. Because if that was the case, then... We don't have free will. But God loves us so much that he's going to respect the choice whether 
we choose heaven or we choose hell. And God loves you so much that if you do choose not to follow him, he's going to respect that. And why would he say, oh, no, you lived your own life the way that you wanted to. And yet you want to come to me. And he's like, no, I, I love you so much that I respect your choice. If you chose hell, I love you so much that I'm going to respect that choice. Again, what was it that you kept? And can you correlate that to the love of God that God has chosen you and me? That we are the most valuable thing. From all his creation, he came down and died for us. He didn't come and die for the trees, the ocean, the earth, the sky, the stars. No. He came to die for the most valuable thing, which which was us. That was the devotion. Let's pray. And I hope that, you know, you guys have a, a wonderful week, the rest of your week. If you're driving or, you know, obviously don't close your eyes to pray. But if you're not driving, bow your heads, close your eyes, and let's pray. Thank you, God, that you value me. I want to show that I value love by loving others, by showing the love to my family, by expressing my love. I know that sometimes I, I fall in and not showing love, but help me to be like you daily. Help me to be the best that you know I can be. Help me to express love. Help me to, no matter what someone else does to me, not to pay evil with evil, but evil with good. Help me to love my my fellow uh, brethren. Even though sometimes it is hard, but you love me even on my worst day. You still love me. So, God, thank you for everything. We love you. We magnify you. We thank you because of who you are. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And there is nothing that you can't do in our, in our lives. So we thank you and we glorify you for everything that you do. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you guys. Hopefully you guys have a good one. See you on the next one.